Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of So You Own a VW Bus. I am Ryan. And I'm Miracle. This interview takes place in the Florida Panhandle in a little town called Sop Choppy, and the guy we're interviewing is Brian Blackwell. And all my friends and everybody calls me Black, you kind of like share, you know what I mean? So if you got yeah. the one name, it's easy to remember. Now, he said his friends call him Blackie. Are, are we friends? Ryan, we lived with him and his family for an entire week. I think we can call him Blackie. Yeah. We'll tell you more about how becoming temporary boarders at Chateau de Blackie came to pass in a minute. First, we need to hear how this guy came to love his VWs. My friend, a guy by the name of Rob Blair, his dad was the only physician in the town that I grew up in in Kentucky, and he had a uh, a, a tin top van again, an orange one, you know, the really loud sort of burnt orange that was popular in the eighties, and it had really clean interior in it. I just know when a birthday party one time, he loaded us all up, and I don't know if we went to Chuck E. Cheese or Showbiz Pizza or something, but I I just remember thinking like this is cool, you know. Not a lot of high school kids are like or. You know, look at the van and like, oh man, that's, that's what I want. Everybody wants a muscle car or some sort of convertible. But the first time I got in that, I said, you know, one day. Well, one day happened. And then another day. And now Blackie has three very cool, but very different VWs. First uh, Volkswagen that I ever bought was an 86 uh, Westie, a weekender. And I had wanted one of those since I was like a junior in high school. And I guess we've had it now for about eight years. Uh, when we got it, it was completely stock, had the original interior in it, and obviously we've done some modifications uh, on it since then, and it, it's our daily driver. Uh, so we really love the, the 86 Westie, which is uh, we call Carl, and we're also blessed to own a 65 uh, split window. Uh, it's a 13-window bus that we've owned now for about five years, and we got it out of Texas from a Vietnam veteran who was very ill and was downsizing his collection. And then we also have a 63 uh, split window single cab that has been rat rotted that we use to take a lot of our customers and clients kayaking. And um, it's just a really fun, fun vehicle, the 63 splitty. You heard Blackie mention his business, which is a mix of all his passions, VWs included. We run a business and also a faith-based ministry called Victory Wakeboard Water Sports. And we're based out of our home here, which backs up to the O'Clockney River. And we've got a, you know, a boat out here right on the lift. So we take uh, our customers out. If they want to learn how to wakeboard, if they want to learn how to water ski, tube, barefoot, anything really you can do on, a, on the water. I mean, if you want to get in a cooler and ride it behind the boat, we'll pull you down the river. We'll teach you how to do it. But uh, we've been in business now for eight years, Victory Wakeboard Water Sports. And what we do, the Volkswagens come into play for one, they're just a huge conversation piece, uh, as you guys know. But when I pick my clients up in town or I get them from the airport in Tallahassee, you know, anybody can pick them up in a Chevy pickup truck or, you know, a Honda Civic. But it just adds a lot of fun to the business. Uh, you know, a lot of the kids that'll come and if they stay overnight, they'd rather sleep inside of the Westie than sleep inside uh, in a bed or on the couch. And um, again, I think it just adds an element to fun and once they see, especially when they pick them up in the split windows, they know that they're dealing with somebody who likes to have a lot of fun and it's going to be an interesting weekend. I mean, for sure. And we also use um, the single cab uh, to haul our kayaks. A lot of our customers will come in the off season and when it's too cold to get in the water to wakeboard or water ski, we'll take them kayaking or sightseeing 
um, and things like that because uh, we've got a really nice rack system on the uh, single cab. A client's typical reaction, uh, do they know that you're going to pick them up in this? So it's a surprise. I don't put it on the website. I very put any, I very rarely put anything out on Instagram. And what I say is I'm pulling up and I say, just look for me in something unique and it'll be loud. Uh, the 63 has got a very distinct sound to it. Um, and when I pull up, like there's just no doubt, you know, a Cyclops light on front. It's got three kayaks going off the car. And a lot of people have never even seen a single cab. You know, they think it's a bus that's been converted. And we're like, no, you know, actually, they made them in a double cab, too. And, you know, come here and take a look at the little treasure chest underneath. And, you know, very popular with blue-collar workers during that time or campers or fishermen or whatever. You know, they're, they're just they're just floored. I think I told you the story about the guy with the Jeep Rubicon and the really nice kayak trailer. And, you know, I was, I was taking a client out one day at, at our lower bridge after we got done paddling. And uh, he pulled up in this nice rig. I mean, four-door Jeep lifted. I mean, the whole deal. And he said, man, he said, damn it. Damn it. He said, I hate you. <laughs> and he was laughing. And I said, man, what have I done? I was like, I'm a pretty kind guy. He's like, you have no idea how much money I spent and having like the nicest kayak tow rig around these parts. He's like, and I pull up and you are in this thing that, and he used the term Mad Max. He's like, it's something that Mel Gibson would drive in Mad Max. And uh, he's like, there's just... There's just no competing. He said, you win. If I had a trophy, I'd give it to you. I was like, well, that's not why I'm in it. You know, I'm not doing it for that. Uh, he's like, no. He's like, the point is, is, you know, I've got 80 grand invested over here and you've probably got, you know, 13, 15 invested over here. And he's like, there's just no comparison. And I thought that was kind of cool. But, you know, you can't own one of these things, no matter what shape it's in and not be a people person. You just can't because when you're pumping gas and you can tell, you can tell from, you know, 10, 20 yards away if somebody's going to approach you. You know, they're going to come up and they want to tell you their story. And what I've started to, when I first owned the van again, and for those, obviously you can't see it, but it has an excess, I'd say, of 300, maybe 350 stickers on it. So it stands out. Uh, it's very eye-catching. Uh, whether it's appealing or not, I don't know, but it definitely stands out. So people want to see it. And of course, the classic buses, people are just drawn to them. So... When they come up, I've really started just to be a listener. I used to want to rush people when they want to come and they talk about the bus or they want to tell their story. Um, I don't do that anymore, and I haven't for some time. Um, I'm not in too big of a hurry where I cannot sit down and listen to what somebody has to say or tell me a story. And really here in small-town America where we live, um, you meet some really cool people. And it, the buses are kind of like a conduit uh, in, in some way to meet people and to interact with them, maybe even bless them. Which brings us to how he came to live with Blackie and his lovely family for a week. So, I, I mean, we, we have to talk about this, right? Uh, because we were at a gas station, but you, you were not filling up your bus. We were broken down. And you pull over and I was in the middle of trying to diagnose what was going on with the bus. And very quickly realizing that we were in much deeper than we realized, uh, you know, that it was actually a very serious engine failure. And you give Miracle your number and just say, you know, hey, you run into trouble. And so I called you and I was, I was pretty bereft. <laughs> and I said, I'm not sure what I'm asking. And I'm trying to remember exactly what you said. I was describing the situation and I, I said, well, you know, we're looking at betting down here at the gas station. And you immediately said, that's not acceptable. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. 
And so you pick up these two strangers and now we're going on like a week. Like, like I think if we stay any longer, we have to actually legally pay you rent at this point. Um, why? Like uh, there's a lot of EW people out there and they like to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Why would you do something like this? Mm. You know, there's, there's several reasons why I would do that. For one, you're, you're a guest in my town. You're a guest in my town. Uh, we have the, there's the obvious connection because you're a Volkswagen. You have a good looking classic, uh, bay window bus. I own Volkswagens, but it, it's more about the people. I've never met anybody who owned one of these vehicles who wasn't at least worthy of sitting down and hanging out and hearing their story. Um, as a former, you know, I guess still, uh, with Dead and Company, as a former Deadhead, Fish fan, you know, we're huge Mo fans, the, the, the community. Um, I think a lot of times it gets credit for being this law, let's love everybody and, 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 you know, let's have peace and let's help our neighbor. And sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's very, uh, uh, eccentric and, and self, uh, self-preserving. But when I saw you guys, I just wanted to help and I knew that I could be a blessing. And there's a lot of things that I don't do well, uh, in my walk. I am a Christian. Uh, but some of the things that I don't do well, um, there's some things that I do do well. And one of the things that I do do well is, is I love on people. I just do. And um, you guys needed help. I knew that I could be that person. And we just want to shower you with love. I mean, literally, that's not just um, because we're doing a podcast interview here. It's just we're just here to love. And if we can't love, then, then what are we doing? And I want to share. God's blessed me with a ton of a ton of stuff. He's blessed us financially. He's blessed us physically. And I'll be real honest, I think it boils down to, okay, so we've got these really cool buses and they're worth blank and their material possessions. But what's the point of all that? Like if you're not connecting with people, you know, and the van life community is just, I think it's full of awesome people. And we're not your typical like van lifers or whatever you want to call it, but we like the community enough to know that if there's a thing that we can do to help, we're going to do it. You know, it's not even a question. I didn't have to ask Michelle. And to be quite honest, not to toot my own horn, it's not the first time we've done this. You know, there's a lady from Germany who broke down, and I think her 82 Westie, and we did a lot of work on it and loved on her. She's just driving around North America, uh, and so we just want to help. I know that's a long, drawn-out answer, but you guys needed help, and if not me, then who? And if not now, then when, right? I just want to follow up a little further that to say, like, you know, once we're here... And you're like, well, you don't have any way to get around, so I'm going to let you drive my, you know, split window bus, which Ryan's never driven one before. And I think that's even, I mean, all it's all exceptionally rare. What's going through your head when you're like, yeah, I'm going to let these people I don't know take my, you know, kind of prized possession? My thought, honestly, was I hope they have an absolute blast. I hope they have a blast, and uh, if it breaks down and there's something wrong, then we're going to have to do something with Ryan and, and fix this bad luck or something, <laughs> uh, you know. And I kept thinking, I was like, man, because it really is uh, not that my vanning is not reliable, but the uh, the the split window, the 65, is like uber reliable. Like if there was a race to get to California and you had to be there in two weeks and you had to pick one of them, and that's the one I would choose because it just is, it's a solid uh, solid setup. But no, it was that. I hope they have a good time. I hope they have a good time, and especially in this part of the country, I hope they have time to talk to people because people are gonna, going to approach them, and Ryan's going to have a lot of explaining to do about uh, driving somebody else's, uh, else's classic car. But that's what went through my mind is I hope they have a blast, and I uh, hope the weather's good, 
and they don't forget to put gas in because the gas gauge doesn't work. <laughs> you know, as we were driving it around, uh, you know, of course, as always with the VW bus, lots of people waving to us. Hmm. But then you shared with me that some of these people were probably waving and then immediately texting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, hey, I see you headed toward Carabelle, or what are you doing down by Apalachicola, or uh, did you let your beard grow back? And, you know, just... Really, the the only inconvenience in having people approach us was that we didn't have any of the answers that we should have. And uh, actually, one gentleman halfway through the conversation said, "Well, now this is just getting fishy." Yeah, right. Absolutely, I can I can imagine because uh, were, were they asking you what year it was or where you got it or? Well, that's always the first question, yeah, right? You yeah, know, yeah. hey, what year is your bus? And I was like, I guess it's sixty four, and it turned out it was sixty five. Yeah. A 65. I'll never forget it. The whole experience is completely, totally memorable. I mean, what are the chances? So, and also, too, I don't believe in chances. I don't believe in luck. Like, I believe that there's like, it's like destiny. Like, I was was there at that point to help you guys out in your time of need. And now I've got friends that live in Ohio and have a cool podcast. And I met a really cool dog named Jolene that you guys own. And... I mean, our life is better. I mean, what's the point of all this if you can't share it? Thank you, Blackie and Michelle, for sharing your home with us. We are better people for knowing you. And thank you to our sponsors, the Jan Machowski Foundation of Switzerland and Go Westie for their support. You can read more about them and our time in Apalachicola, Florida by visiting our website, ontheroadwithaddy.com. Until next time, everyone.